Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. We're coming to you from the Middle Tennessee Electric Studios, MTE supplying power to the station's 328-foot tower in downtown Murfreesboro and to the heart of Tennessee American Red Cross headquarters on Memorial Boulevard here in Murfreesboro. MTE serving to make life better since 1936. We're going to be talking with John Mitchell with the American Red Cross here today and lots to cover. And um, you have been... As busy as a bee, as we say, uh, here this fall. It's been a busy time for you, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. Um, You know, with the Red Cross, we have uh, quite a few, you know, programs. And so there's, you know, service to armed forces. Then there's the blood, uh, or we like to refer to it as bio, uh, biomed. Um, The volunteer component in the disaster cycle services and recruiting volunteers, uh, but we're working with a lot of people, and we have a lot of, um, you know, it's, if it hadn't been said before, of our workforce, 90% are volunteers, and 10% is, of course, staff that work right alongside, and you don't know the difference. So when you're down on a deployment like I was in um, Florida with Hurricane Ian, you know, I can be, uh, you know, working alongside of somebody that's volunteering, they took two weeks off. Mm. or maybe they're retired, uh, but they have the same, you know, level of responsibility, accountability, and impact. Um, But we're working with a lot of different people, promoting, you know, quite a few different programs and um, some opportunities. And, you know, that's something I would like to make sure I mention is we could uh, always use somebody to volunteer for the Red Cross, and our opportunities are vast. Um, It could be somebody that may come in and, uh, become a disaster action team member and actually go to the house fire and help that family, you know, make take those next few steps with some financial uh, aid. It could be somebody that says, you know, I can't go to the fire, but I could uh, be what you call a duty uh, manager and just kind of be logistics from the house during that scene. Um, and, it, you know, here's a big need that we've um, been promoting lately, lately is um, a uh, a blood ambassador, all right, or a blood transport driver. So right there at our center, you know, at 501 Memorial, we have a fixed uh, blood donation site, and we need volunteers to just come in and help check people in up front. You know, the phlebotomists do a great job in the back, but um, they don't really, you know, they do it if they have to, but if we can get some volunteers that can just be on the front end reception and greet people, check them in the computer and get them back there it makes it better for everybody so i would just like to encourage you to challenge us to find a role for you um i just hit the tip of the iceberg um we've got some great preparedness programs that we we just went to uh blackman elementary school and through three different presentations going on at the same time we gave a pillowcase preparedness talk to 90 elementary school kids Hmm. and they all got a pillowcase and they got a presentation on how they can be prepared and they can take that pillowcase and make that that their preparedness kit if you will um and you know they they were given a book to go home and develop a plan with their family and um so you know, if, if preparedness is your thing um, and you like to promote that, man, we would love to get you involved in our team 
going out and talking to groups about just being prepared you know and i guess that that kit is uh there the kids know i pick up my pillowcase and and get out of the home if it's fire or um yeah actually there's a i did go through the training Mm -hmm. and the we we go through it several times and we talk about uh the different type of emergencies um we don't necessarily always use we kind of use terminology that's uh convenient or uh, appropriate for the uh for the children but in in this case we basically say you have this preparedness kit if you know you're going to be leaving home if there's a tornado or if they may end up in a shelter they may be at grandmother's house for a little bit and then we specifically tell them you know at the beginning middle and end you build this kit but if you have a home fire that that is not a priority don't go back and look for that but what we will say is and we promote this several times is for them to know to go to that safe spot outside the house you know which is a tree or you know something away from the house that the parents will know to look for them um but i was really um when I went to the training, sometimes I go into it and I think, oh, yeah, I don't have to prepare for this the, too much. And then, man, the, by the end of it, they were having us do the presentations like we would do in the school. And I'm like, man, I got to up my game. This is uh, intense. There's a lot of information here. <laughs> and I know I'm going to be presenting to kids, but uh, I, I say that to let you know um, our trainings are pretty thorough. And um, they, we want to get the very consistent good message out to people um whether it's cpr or preparedness homes made safer um but once again that's a challenge if you feel like you've got a little extra time and you want to help out come on to the red cross we'll get you signed up in our volunteer portal and um we'll find a home for you we've got john mitchell joining us today from the uh, heart of tennessee american red cross um offices at 501 memorial boulevard and when we say heart of tennessee while it's in murfreesboro you cover several counties here in middle yeah tennessee. it's a total of 10 counties and it you know kind of goes up into um dekalb county down through coffee and all the way down the just kind of take a straight line down and you'll see uh franklin and lincoln county and mm-hmm. that's the south the southern part southern part of our our chapter yeah pretty vast uh, area there we've talked about volunteer opportunities uh kind of touched on blood but i i want to make sure we have time for for everything here bloods uh, is one of those things during the holidays people get busy and and blood supplies are low and that and it makes it a little harder to get folks in now too this time of the year that's true and there's different challenges out there i just had the um, representatives that work with the um, promoting the blood drives in all the different areas in our chapter and a few others um, they were doing a planning session and the need is, is great and the challenges during the holiday season are, are uh, tremendous so I would like to encourage anybody that may want to sponsor a drive maybe you're a church a civic group or you think you could get you know uh, maybe 20 people to a blood drive uh gene baker who's been on this uh, program before he's a representative here in murfreesboro his name is gene baker and his number is 615-330-6514 once again gene baker 
1-4. Give Gene a call. He's a very energetic, enthusiastic person, and he'd love to work with you on setting a blood drive or seeing if you can help him maybe as a blood ambassador at one of his drives. And just to keep in mind, maybe you've got uh, you know a few days off during the holiday period, and at 501 Memorial, you've got blood drives. I mean, it's there every day. That's so right. You can come by, and you have a little extra time. It'd be a great time to give back. Absolutely, Christmas. absolutely. Just come in and um, talk to um, one of our uh, phlebotomists downstairs. But if you want to talk a little more about the uh, volunteer component, just make sure you kind of cue them up to say, I was, I was wanting to talk to John or some of the uh, staff upstairs, and we can there are two floors there and so our offices are upstairs just find us up there and we'll sit down and walk you through the opportunities sounds good uh john mitchell with us from the american red cross coming up in march um in our last couple of minutes here we want to talk about uh, the heroes breakfast and um this was a is always a big event i know last year bart walker was uh one of the uh, honorees and um the heroes breakfast is set and ready i guess yeah again. yeah we're set for march 10th um, it always it's a breakfast starts at 7:30. Um, it'll be held at the student union um, building at MTSU's campus, just like we have for years. And we have just uh, got some uh, new exciting news to announce. So our 2023 is going to be honoring Mark Pertle's legacy uh, here in the community. So a lot of our honorees. Um, previous heroes honorees get together and they go through a process of selecting uh, somebody that's deserving and um, it was a uh, uh, just a very popular vote for all of them to say I think the timing's right and so we really want to honor uh, the great community leader we had in uh, Mark Pirtle and um, so uh, we will have uh, more information coming about that soon and um, we also volunteer, we also will uh, spotlight or honor a spotlight of our volunteer, and this year it will be Dr. Gloria Bonner. Dr. Bonner has served on our diversity and inclusion committee for the last few years, and so we'll be giving her some appropriate recognition as well. So if you want to support our financial needs uh, of the Red Cross, uh, if you want to come out and network and have a good time and um, celebrate uh, Mark's uh, legacy and uh, shake Dr. Bonner's hand. We we invite you to come. We will. You can go to um, uh, our website, uh, RedCross.org. We'll be getting some more information out on our Facebook page uh, pretty soon. But you can go in. We do have sponsorships available if you're an organization. Um, just know that when you sponsor our event, you're not only creating a sponsorship that we promote. But you're also helping us deliver our programs because we do not get government funding. This is all uh, giving back to the community when people have, you know, the, are faced with emergencies. And this is a chance for you to give us the resources to help them out. Yeah, and I think that's probably one of the most common misconceptions that you have to uh, debunk all the time is that you're a government agency. The Red Cross is not. No, we're not. We're, we were mandated by the you know Constitution uh, years back. To provide these services and as i like to say we were an unfunded mandate um and so we're committed to provide um our humanitarian 
service to the community, whether it be local or national, and we even have the international component. Um, but it was set up for us to get out and let it be community supported and not government supported. I think when you get into our service armed forces, there may be a little bit more tie-in with the, uh, you know, the army and the um, different branches. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, uh, we operate solely off of the support of the local community. John, it's been great having you here here this morning. Merry Christmas to you and the family. Merry Christmas to you, Brian, and your family. And um, uh, I just uh, thank you for what you guys continue to do. It's always um, a great opportunity to come in here and see your smiling face and uh, your professionalism. And the others here are We cherish you here in Murfreesboro. Well, so kind. Thank you so much. John Mitchell joining us from the heart of Tennessee, American Red Cross. If you missed part of the program now, check the podcast at WGNSRadio.com under Rutherford Issues.